join the conversation with June and Heidi. Welcome to A Cup of Grace. What is your motivation in life? I believe life is much more than just our personal goals. There is someone out there waiting or needing for you to be there for them. But the question on the table is, do you care enough? I don't feel like I do care enough right here in this moment. I feel like I can care so much more. And my motivation would be looking at the life of Jesus and how much he cared and loved us and how he taught his disciples. And we see the growth of the disciples turning to the apostles and how many people that they helped. With this podcast, A Cup of Grace, I feel like this is a way of me caring more, but I feel like I can still care for people so much more. This world is hurting and you know, if I can, feel like if I could save one person a day, that still wouldn't be enough. I hear you. I hear you. So it's always room for, um, to challenge ourselves to be better, to be better for God and to be better for others. Not with the purpose of pleasing others, but with the mission or the, the mindset of bringing people to Christ. And you started off talking about Jesus. And for us to be able to care enough, we have to have a Christ-like attitude, Christ-like love, sacrificial love, giving without expecting, having the mindset of um, um, Jesus comes with a, a, a servant attitude. You know, sometimes we have to just walk in humbleness yes. and humility to help people, regardless of who this person may be, just having in mind that we are called to love. To be light, to let the light of Christ shine through us. But the question is, another question on top of a question is, are we even doing that? In some ways, but again, it could be so much more because Jesus, that, that's all he did. Like he, that was his life. Yeah, he would be on a mission, go on one place and he would change it all up if he seen people in need. Yeah, he really cared. So being able to be interrupted by somebody and to really see that person and not just see the stuff that they're going through in this moment or see that person for who they are right now, but to see who that person could be. It's always a person who needs to be uplifted or inspired. We inspire each other. Like, genius provokes another genius you want to think on another level when you when you see somebody doing something else it should want you to do more Mm -hmm. we don't want to compare and be like oh this person is doing more than me or we don't want to lift somebody up too high because you we could do the same thing you know it's what what are you what are you putting your mind set for what are you learning because ignorance is darkness so when we have that willing heart to be able to teach and we have people who are willing to learn we don't want to take our secrets with us we want to we want to share it with everybody god says to go in your secret place and pray yes but then go out to the world and share his message share the good news which is jesus and what he came to do for us to save us 
I like what you said. You said um, Jesus could be on a mission, just just doing something. But when he see the need of someone or or, or of people, he he kind of readjusts his schedule for that moment of time until he took care of that need. Yeah. And it remind me when he was on his way with his disciple, I believe, to um, Galilee. Yeah. And he chose to go through uh, Samaria, where he had that encounter with the woman at the well, and. This lady needed a needed that encounter with her savior, needed someone who stepped in and cared enough for her to bring a word that will transform her life. Yeah. And so Jesus did. He, he did even not even though his disciples probably wasn't with it. Right. He still pushed. Because they questioned, I think, in their mind or themselves why he's talking to a woman. Yeah, why are we going through Samaria? They didn't they didn't deal with each other at all. Yeah, but sometimes you just have to put aside what people may think of you exactly. and just carry on with that call and that commission God put upon us and it's to carry on the message of the kingdom of heaven we can be so quick to preach the hell but God called us to preach his kingdom the good news of salvation and, and and that takes for us sometimes to not just judge what we can see but to see what is not accessible to our eyes the scars of the heart yeah. the trauma of someone's in, in, in the mind the mental illness or just the things that the person probably went through that got them in the place they're in today yeah because so, it didn't just happen yeah it, even, it even the bible tells us the it. son of man came to do what to rescue those who was lost yeah and so and so we are called to do the same thing through the his word thing. and that, that makes me think about the sermon on the mountain jesus came and he was preaching to all these people. He had to change their expectations because people expected the Messiah to come as this great warrior who was going to overcome the Romans and save them. But how many times had the Jewish community been in this same place? They had been taken captive by um, Babylon and uh, was it? Persia, all these different places that had came over them. And now they're with the Romans. So God knew that just bringing somebody, um, bringing a, a leader like they thought, a military leader who would be able to conquer and they would be at the top. He knew that's not what the people needed. He had to go deeper. And that's what the Sermon on the Mountain was all about. He was preaching the kingdom, which was upside down from anything that they knew. Everybody was all about, you know, who had the power and who had more money and more, more material items. But God, he showed, Jesus showed us he had nothing. He wasn't rich. He didn't, um, he had the authority and the power now, right. but he didn't just put it all out there he wasn't like the uh pharisees and all in the streets like they had these perfect prayers and they had everything together but he said he came for the sick yeah. specifically for us for the poor in spirit yeah jesus definitely have the authority just like we do you know this was something that was taken from us in the garden but jesus yes. through his sacrifice gave it right back to us and now with his spirit in us but see, the problem is that us as believers and as Christians, we don't appreciate the price paid on the cross mm. for the Holy Spirit that God gave to us in order to care enough, in yeah. order to That's love how we care enough, enough and love enough. It's love the Holy enough. Spirit. Yeah. And it makes me think of someone, if you 
spend all of the money you have buying you a mansion, will you burn it down? If you go no. to the mall and get you the, the newest shoes that they got out there for a couple hundred dollars, would you dance in the mud? Mm-hmm. Or would you buy an expensive car and just crash it? Yeah. But you can belittle the price Jesus paid on the cross mm-hmm. to give us the, the, the authority through his, through his spirit to empower you to go and care enough for others to bring forward the good news, to love. No matter who recognize you, no matter who give you thanks, no matter if your name is out there, no matter if your face appear on a flyer, it does not matter because this is not about us. I did not go and carry on a cross that belongs to me. Yes. That belongs to you. Yeah. Jesus did. Yeah. So therefore, everything we do should be with Jesus as the, as the center of our life. Mm. But our agenda is not comparable to God's agenda because it's all about us. We're selfish. Yes. It's human nature. It's selfish. We have to be selfless instead of selfish. Decrease. We have to decrease because it's it's a natural instinct is to what they call self perseverance is like the survival mode. Like we have to take care of ourselves and we have to do so much that when everything gets taken, we don't know what to do. We have to care enough for people who don't have, especially when we have in abundance, when we have, um, a lot of time, a lot of money. We have to do the right things with this. If you have a lot of money, it is, again, I was saying this before, it is so hard for a rich person to come to Christ, to go through that narrow door. It's not impossible. Mm -hmm. It's just you have to be willing to put it all on the table. Um, I was thinking, and I cannot think of their names, but in the book of Acts, when everybody was just giving all of what they had and everybody was putting it all for everybody would have. Yeah, it was when, when the church um, was being, was coming for um, nobody has more than nobody. Like they, they exactly. sell their belongings yes. to make sure everybody has equally like, cause what beneficial is for you if you have the love of God in your heart Yes. to have so much, uh, what is it? Right. Uh, riches, yeah. money and belongings. It's not even worth and it. And then you your neighbor doesn't even have a meal. Yes. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. So I, like I said, I can't think of the, the couple's name, but when they, they gave, they said they gave all that they had, but they held back. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I, I want to say, I don't want to say the wrong name. So, but they held back. And their lives got taken. So we know how powerful that is. And it wasn't even about them holding back as they lied about it. They made it seem like they gave everything mm-hmm. when they didn't. So they didn't have enough faith or they didn't believe that this was really going to go the way that the church thought it would. So they needed to have something uh, to help them just in case they had had that just in case so they lack of faith and trust yeah and, and we honesty. have all of that and it took their lives yeah so we know that this is very serious to god it is but sometimes you know it's not it it is about the material things because we if you have a you you are called to share yes and to look for those who don't have as much as you do that's mm-hmm. why god bless you to begin with that's so you can be blessed. a tool of blessing to others yes but if you don't have the money to do it you always carry a word in you mm-hmm. it's many times where you can meet somebody out there that is is down is depressed and all they need to hear is just a kind word 
you know, the Bible encourages to put on God, to put on a heart of compassion, of mm-hmm. kindness, of humbleness. Mm-hmm. We need to carry this, the, the fruit of the spirit in us everywhere we go. So people can benefit from that, which God gives to us through the spirit of God. But as we said before, we are so self-centered and we only want the benefits of this world. But to be honest, this will perish. We should be worried about the things that will not perish. The spiritual things, the things in the eternal. Yes. But we don't, we don't carry on with that task. We have to hold each other accountable. And I know when I was reading in Amos, he was saying, woe to the people who are at ease and put off by the day of doom. The ones who are afflicted to feeling good at all times. And then he was mentioned, he mentioned um, the people who had ivory too. So and he was talking to the people in the church. When you have all of this stuff and you're so comfortable in your little community, something's not quite right. If you're not pulling other people in and giving back to others. We always have to reach back. And everybody's, when when people reach back, when you go back to help other people, every everybody's going to look different. Because I know some places probably wouldn't be healthy for me to go to mm-hmm. because that might have been one of my uh, Just your sins, background. my vice. Yeah, yeah. Your, it, it's probably a place that weakness. I shouldn't go to because I need to make sure that I stay strong enough too. Because mm-hmm. you have to watch some places that you go to uh, there's some demons that, that I don't need to fight at this point, mm-hmm. but I know it's so much out there for me to do to like help other people to feed the hungry. We should have healing power. When Jesus left, before Jesus left, he told his apostles, y'all will do greater things than me. Mm-hmm. Like what greater have I done than Jesus? Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't think of anything. So that's why I say, I know I need to care more. I need to do more. I need to be love, a lover of people and just love on people. Yeah. You know, one of the things we lack on as believers is that we don't have the preparation that it takes to care enough preparation, meaning the prayer life, the Bible study life, <clears throat> excuse me, the fasting to make sure that the spirit within us is loud and clear. Yeah. And so we leave in shame because we can preach what we don't leave by example. So we're ashamed to bring forward God's message because we're not living right to begin with. So there's a lot of people out there that are waiting on someone to stand on their ground and get their life right to be able to help them. It's a lot of people out there in need of you to say something to them, to speak a word over their lives. Starting with our children, starting with our spouse, with the people around us, our community. And when you see all these things happening around you, all these negative things happening around you, you should feel guilty. Something about you ain't speaking Jesus Christ enough. Conviction should come in some form. When Jesus walked into a, 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 a town, something happened there. Something happened yeah, there. Now, stuff was moving. When, yeah, you, when you stand, when you go out there, when you're walking through your everyday Are you causing a revolution around you? Mm -hmm. Is people looking at you trying to see if you will release that word through the, through God's power that can change their life by just a word. And that's all people need. They need to hear the voice of truth. Mm -hmm. God gave us his word. 
we don't even have to think of our own words. He gives us the words to use. But we are ashamed. We are embarrassed sometimes. We forget that the gospel is, is the word of power, of truth, and salvation. You know, you got people around the world right now that if they get caught with a Bible, they will pay with their life, yeah. but they still risk. Yeah. But we are in a free country. Able to go out free and say of, what of, we want to say. religious belief yeah. to say what you want to say, but you got your Bible collecting dust on the dash of your car or on your nightstand. And if you do remember any verse, you are ashamed to share it because of what people will say. But really, the, them people that you are worried about, mm -hmm. those are the ones they need to hear from they you. They are the same people who need to hear God's word. The same people. You know, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say about Jesus loving the children. Mm -hmm. um, and then he says, anybody come to me as a child. So it's something about children that is very powerful. And we know this because the devil is after our children. He wants to take them out before they have a chance to make a difference in this world. Me personally, I've always said, and I said, I'm going to stop saying this. It's going to be the last time I say this, Lord, is I'm not a child person. I love my children, but I'm not one to offer to like babysit or to be around a lot of children. So I know this is something that I have to change because Jesus said, love the children. Mm -hmm. You have to care for the children. <clears throat> and by caring for the children, you're caring for their families too. God is a, is so family oriented. It's always family first. He has an order to things. And some children, they don't have a mother figure. They don't have a father figure. So they need us to stand in the gap, to come together as a community, to help raise these children. Mm -hmm. They are our future, these generations. We have to teach them. We can't let the gospels get lost in our world society. Yeah. And as we were saying before, in order for us to be able to even see the need of other, we need to be aligned with the spirit of God to yes. be able to detect that person around us. And it should be just in our nature to wake up with the mindset of wanting to make a difference in someone's life every day. Every day. As soon as you walk out of your household, the attitude you carry when you see the neighbor that go to work at the same time you go to work, that good morning. Mm -hmm. You know, when you say that good morning in love with the anointing of God, trust me, that's going to open conversations sooner or later between y'all too. Sooner or later it will. But we, we let pride get in our way sometimes. We just think that we're better than other people we can think that we're too busy for other people mm -hmm. and we need to understand the cost of that authority and that power that wake us up every morning to be able to carry on on the task when jesus said go and tell the world about me yes. tell them about the good news I want to I want to bring up a subject that is a little bit uh, it's it's a sensitive su subject. I think we have made it sensitive. Yeah. And it's for 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 example our homosexual community. Yeah. You know, we can be so quick to want to point fingers and we think we own a hell to put people in and we don't. And we forget that the first thing we are to show is love. At all is to times. let them and everyone know Jesus Christ loves you. Yeah. He has the power. He has what it takes to give you a new, a new identity. 
for you to be born again. The, the Bible tells us we must be born again. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we want to categorize sin, put a little label on, on, on every sin that a person can carry. And we were all born in sin. There is something yes. that I'm dealing with yes. that I need God to work in me. Yes. And it's called, it, and it's the sin, regardless of what, what people think or what people or, or how people want to put it between one and 10. It's still a sin. It still needs to be dealt with. Yes. And so a lot of times as believers, we just don't have the heart to want to reach out certain communities because we are self-righteous and we forget where we came from. As you were saying, not sure if it was before we started recording, um, we had that one person that prayed for us that we may don't even know about. Yeah. It was somebody who was there for you. And that person, it might be the reason why you're standing here today speaking. We cannot forget where we came from. And in that, we, Jesus met us where we was at. We couldn't clean ourselves up and then come to Jesus. He knew this. That's why he went to all of the places where the sinners were at, where the prostitutes and the, the tax collectors and the so-called bottom people, which are not really bottom people. People are people. But he came right to them and had dinner with them. Mm -hmm. He fellowshiped with them. Right. And the Pharisees looked at him like, oh, you can't do that. Like, that's that's not part of the law and what 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 Moses told us to do. They were so close-minded that they couldn't wrap their head around. Why would we need to go have dinner with them? Because God loves his people. You have to be able to go and talk to people without judgment. Nothing but love. And let Jesus meet that person where they're at. If you, right. if you have homosexual tendencies or you're living in that lifestyle... There is a spirit that is on you. And it might have been something that happened to you when you were small. It might have been a generational uh, curse from within your family, from aunts and uncles or great aunts. You, we, you, we don't know. And it really doesn't matter. Because all, like you said, all of us have something that has been, we've been born with. We've, we were born in sin. Some men are more feminine than others. Some women are more masculine than others. We are all so speci special and uniquely made. God made us a way for a reason. But that's no reason to, for us as to Christians judge. to turn around on them. Right. We have to welcome them and let them be themselves. Like they can't just, oh, because you come to church now. Now you have to, to break up with, you know, if it's, Two, two men together y'all have to break up now immediately it's not gonna happen like that and it's 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 awkward for us to see it but it's it's their lifestyle when I came to Jesus I didn't just stop everything I was doing it took time and Jesus will work that out it's not for us to work out however he sees fit that's what he's gonna do if that person lays their life down for Jesus yeah, you, you're talking about Jesus fellowshipping with bottom people. We were all, or we bottom are all bottom people. Yeah, yeah. That's why he was the only one qualified to be the perfect sacrifice. It wasn't you. Mm. It was not me. Yeah. It was neither one of the Christians I know. It was Jesus and Jesus alone. Mm -hmm. So therefore, we must understand that we all are unworthy 
It's only through God's grace that we're able to stand and, 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 and have the rights to speak of him because his righteousness covers our ugliness. Yes. Our ugliness. And like I said before, just to our homosexual community, same thing that you need, I need to be able to survive. And it's God's power, God's grace, God's spirit. Because a liar needs as much as Holy Spirit as a, a homosexual person needs. Yes. It's just a habit of lying, lying, which is a sin. A murderer like Paul yeah. was only transformed through the power of God. So we can't judge people. Or we try to, to stay away from them. Uh, we can't. Yeah. Because when Jesus says, I, I ward on me, I carry on me all the sin of the world, that includes them too. He connected with so all of us. So if he made a part of his sacrifice, then who are you? To, to say anything different. Yeah. Are we more than God? Are we more Never. than Jesus? We're not. You know, we we are all sinners. And because we are saved don't mean we're not going to sin again. God said he forgives us for our future sins because he knows we're still going to sin. We are people. So we can't be self-righteous. We can. And we, we, always, we, always, we always have to remember we are under God's authority yeah. and God's characteristic and the, the the way he is and what describes him and the bible say god is love love is god love doesn't keep records the love doesn't envy you, we gotta have that sacrificial love to truly care where will you gonna spend eternity that that should be our mindset is it all of the stuff that we're doing and all of the things that we get in our mind blocking us from seeing the truth that eternity mm-hmm. is what should matter to us. I don't want nobody to go to hell. Yeah. I want everybody to enjoy heaven, the, the, the riches of heaven, God's love, to be able to worship him and glorify him for the rest of our life. That should be our, our motivation every day when we wake up. Let me say something that will touch someone's heart who is hurting, who is confused, who is in trouble. And I'm not longer speaking about, about the homosexual. I'm, I'm speaking about the person who's dealing with depression, with anxiety, the person who have the need to, to kill somebody because they got so much hurt and anger within themselves. The person who have desire or sexual desire for a child. Yeah. All of these things, God can change and transform. And it's that ignorance. Ignorance is darkness, confusion. All of this is darkness. We have a light. He gave us the light to be able to help other people. Can't keep our light covered. He told us this. Can't cover a city of light. We have to shed our light on the city, on Anybody that we can't, anybody that we can come in contact with, there's no coincidences. The person that you walk past, God made you walk past that person. So in other words, we can say, if God didn't put a parenthesis in between when he said he carried all sins, he said, uh, he didn't say except for the liars, no. except for the murderers, no. except he for the thieves. He didn't nobody out. Therefore, we can't do that. So mm-hmm. we need to have the mindset of waking up every morning with a Christ-like attitude, with sacrificial love, with compassion, with humbleness, in humility, to carry on the mission God gave us as believers, and is to go and preach the good news of salvation 
because the kingdom of God is near. And I want everybody who hears us to be part of that great day. And we can we can meet in the air with our Lord and our Savior and just yes, worship okay. Him for eternity. So we go back to that first question. Do, Do you, you care, care enough? enough? Thank you for having a cup with us. We pray in Jesus' name this podcast has ministered to you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we invite you to do so. And if you have any questions or prayer requests, feel free to contact us. Join us again next week for another cup of grace.